0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, y'all. 7 Rounds and have back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 7 in college football gave us the first major upset of the season. Let the chaos begin. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. a sweaty Will Muschamp. Impersonator. And with me, as usually always, is AJ Lovey Smith is better than Harbaugh Marchese. Uh, it's true. It's better at losing Super Bowls, too. He's a sick beard, too. He does. Today, we'll talk all about the 2020 NFL draft prospects we saw from week seven of college football. Then, we'll preview and pick the huge week eight
0: matchups. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2 Don't draft a run and back on the first day. Don't draft a run and back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a
1: song. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team, fool. Regardless, whether you've been betting for years, or you're ready to play for the first time, MyBookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So, if you're going to get the betting this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. Because no one gives you more ways to win. With pro football, college football, and MLB playoffs in full swing, and both hockey and basketball around the corner, now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie.ag. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. To double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Week 7 is in the books. I forgot what week it was. Um, pretty exciting week. Mm-hmm. We saw Georgia fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw LSU prove the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we saw... Miami take down Virginia on Friday night. Yeah, that's a big the one. The big ACC battle. <laughs> ACC is so bad. It is. Um, but first and foremost, ESPN game day celebrity picker this past week was John Goodman, uh, the legendary actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and how would you grade him?
0: I say he was good, man. <laughs> Thanks.
1: I give him a 7.5 out of 10. I just like the way he talks.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, John admits like a very soothing presence. Yes, yes. Like, also intimidating at He times.
1: also seems very just like he knows a lot of stuff. Yeah, he feels, he
0: feels like a wise person. Like, if he gave me advice, I would take it no matter what, no questions asked. And the advice would have been to bet on the, the Tigers. And he would have been right. Well... Not if you got a minus fourteen, but, but huh, we close.
1: had a minus thirteen. Yeah, yeah baby. Heck yeah.
0: Um, uh, seven for me.
1: Okay. Uh, week eight. ESPN Game Day is going to State College for Michigan at Penn State. Who do you think will be the picker?
0: Uh, Desmond Howard will be there. I predict that. Well, um, good. Thanks. Uh, I hope it's Bobby Angram, Rob. That would be cool. I. I guess. It's not going to happen. Why not? I don't know. You think Bobby Ingram's big enough? Oh. For do State. not read
1: out loud the first person's name who pops up when you Google Penn State alumni. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: I almost just uh, automatically
1: said it because it's the first name I saw.
0: Oh. We got to start doing this before the show. Yeah, I like
1: to do it in the show so it's like really just not good for listening to.
0: No, like th- this is like the part of the show where we just no, oh, there's an article. Who could be called days? Ty days from Modern Family. Oh, Keegan Michael Key apparently. That's pretty good. He is. Yeah, he's an alumni. That's that's a very that's that feels like a very good. Adam pick. McKay's an alumni too. Yo, Penn State oh, is wow. cranking him out. Apparently, Joe Jonas is a Penn State fan for some reason. That's
1: super strange. I will take Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas is my selection for the game day picker.
0: Uh someone someone's picking in this article they mentioned Mark Ruffalo and he literally says for no reason. So That's cool. <laughs> I but you know me and, and Mark is. Ruffalo, I love him. You do love Mark Ruffalo.
1: Anyway, diving into our week <laughs> seven spray This is this is already off to a terrible start.
0: I'm picking Bobby know, Anger. At least we're way. consistent uh best mm-hmm. freshman you saw in week seven uh he wasn't terrible rob unlike us and uh, one of the more uh, i'll say it the best three o'clock game on the on the on the slate of yeah, there was not many picks so no they were kind of bad Jaden daniels the quarterback for Arizona state just keeps on being gritty that's the word i like to use for and fun does that mean he's good or uh, he's bad no grit. You think grit is bad?
1: I don't know. I feel like gritty's the term you use when like a quarterback's not that good, but they win because he's like kind of tough and can run a little bit.
0: Yeah, I know, but
1: like he's like Matt McLoone's gritty.
0: <laughs> Most know. of
1: the XFL quarterbacks <laughs> who drafted today are gritty.
0: That's true. You're not wrong. But like Matt average gritty. That's true. That's a good point. Anyways, Jimmy Daniels got some grit to him for sure. It was 26-36, to 36, 363, three touchdowns, ran for a touchdown. Uh, obviously, the big fourth quarter to win that one over Wazoo to keep the Pac-12, well, not alive, but a little more in order. Um, he's been good for them, man.
1: Oh, no, he's definitely one of the most efficient freshman quarterbacks. His, his ability mm-hmm. as a runner is kind of what makes the difference. It must be nice as an ASU fan to a thought when Herman Edwards was hired that there's just nothing going for this team. Now, they're a top 25 team. You lost Manny Wilkins, but you inherit Jaden Daniels. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, not so bad.
0: Big, big game for them this week, too. Oh, yeah, big
1: Pac-12 game.
0: Utah.
1: Yeah. I I put two different guys. Um, One guy we've mentioned a bunch of times, Derek Stingley, the LSU corner. Now, he struggled against Florida, but he he came up big late with the interception in the end zone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I was just really impressed that a true freshman on that big stage was able
0: to yeah get over the fact that he was getting beat and come back and make the one of the biggest plays of the game. It's a good point. He would have been my second choice, but yeah, no, he he got I wouldn't say picked on, but did struggle, and then yeah, the monster interception. So um,
1: I also put down uh, Rushon Johnson, the Texas running back.
0: Okay, yeah, uh,
1: hundred eighteen total yards and a score on twelve touches. He was mm-hmm. moved from quarterback to running back this year because they just have no running backs in Texas anymore, um, <laughs> and he'd never played running back in his life, and he was probably their most consistent dynamic playmaker against Oklahoma.
0: Is your uh, Denard Robinson comp?
1: It's a, a little bigger, six two two twenty.
0: It's good size. I, w-
1: I wonder if this is just he's just going to be a running back going forward though. Uh
0: I mean I mean. They've had running backs play quarterback before anyway, so what's the difference, right? Bring back the tractor-trailer formation. Tyrone Swoops. Yeah, the 18, baby. 18-wheeler, baby. Uh, just, got, just got added back to the Seahawks practice squad, by the way. Big shout-out, Oh, did he actually? So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it so big for you. Well, Disley went oh, down. Anyways. Sad.
1: Uh, best sophomore. Yeah.
0: Um, Kind of an easy one, going to that Georgia upset. Uh, the corner, 6'4", 205, true sophomore, Israel Mukwamu. Am I close right? you very close. Okay. Uh, obviously, he had three picks. Led the team in tackles with seven. Uh, seven, Just a monster oh, game. Pick like, six. The size.
1: And huh? he had the pick six.
0: Exactly. Yeah. The size is intriguing. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't really know much about him. Um, Nor did going I. Going mean, into the game. Yeah. And then he immediately, like, pretty early on had the pick six. And they're like, yeah, he's yeah. 6'4". I was like, what? <laughs> And then I was I was instantly interested for uh, 2021 on him. And then, yeah, he went on mm-hmm. to pick off two more passes, made a bunch of tackles. Uh, no, he's really, really interesting. He was like a big recruit, too. He's not just some flash-in-the-pan, really tall corner. who One-off, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got another guy, though, uh, from Friday night, uh, Panay Sewell, who we haven't really talked about yet. Yeah. The one in left tackle. Uh on an offensive line at Oregon that's got four seniors he's the true sophomore at left tackle and he was really good as a true freshman as well just yep. he looks like a future top 10 pick just the combination of size, athleticism, physicality especially in such a young player to be so refined already and mm-hmm. just, yeah he's he's going to be a big time dude I think
0: uh, I'll mention another name that we mentioned a lot, but Sage Sherad had another monster game against Louisville. Uh we don't even count him as a sophomore because we know he's a redshirt so he's declaring. <laughs> he feels like he might declare, right? He should declare. Uh twelve catches, buck ninety six, three he's touchdowns phenomenal. just keeps do- He's, he's doing gotten what he so does. much better this year too. Like you I know. think
1: if he de- like he's a he's a day two pick.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, I agree. also
1: threw down Florida tight end Kyle Pitts' name. He was kinda like their their go to mismatch guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the size and athleticism from him He had 108 yards against LSU And then mm-hmm. three sophomore receivers Just to remind us that even though this year's draft class Is going to be nuts for receivers Next year's it will be too uh, Justin Ross from Clemson Jalen yeah. Waddell from Alabama And Jamar Chase from LSU Yeah, All, all three of
0: them <laughs> just flashy 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 boys Yeah I call them the, the flashy three The flashy yeah yeah I've heard you mention that The
1: f- flash Never mind uh week <laughs> on to weekday warrior. Uh, the slim pickins because I can't even remember what the Thursday games were, but I didn't watch them because Thursday night football. Uh, yeah. So
0: f- then you had a Colorado State to choose from, New Mexico. Yeah, and or... like obviously
1: those guys would be my picks, but yeah. F- Friday night we got luckily we got Miami Virginia, which I, in hindsight was not a fun game at all. And no. then Oregon Colorado, which yeah,
0: also not that fun. I mean, look, again, you mentioned it was a week late, so you got to pick Justin Herbert. He played on a Friday night, Rob. He, play, he played well, too. I put him down. And he played well. They kind of let exactly. him
1: get a little bit loose on the Colorado defense and push the ball down the mm-hmm. field some. And Like, the mm-hmm. numbers are, aren't amazing, but they're good. 260 and yeah, two scores. Um, it was yeah. just an easy when He looked very in control. Uh, a, a nice uh, bounce-back performance, I thought. For sure. Um, also, his tight end, Jacob Breland was off to a great start. Unfortunately, hurt his knee, I believe. Out for He's out year. for the year, which yeah. sucks because he'd been one of the best tight ends. In the... Like, he felt like he was really coming for the Mackey.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um,
1: and, and he had put, pushed himself way up draft boards. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll see how that affects him. But really tough. And it's a big blow for Oregon's just playoff hopes, too. Just because their receivers are not very good.
0: No, I, I don't know if they have playoff hopes. No, but it. if
1: they won out, and especially with all the bizarreness Chaos. in the SEC, and like the, yeah. the if Clemson loses a, a game in the ACC, honestly,
0: it. yeah, that's true. I think even if they won out, and LSU just lost to Bama, I, I think they'd no, they they, they, put they put would
1: need to. Yeah, it's pretty much impossible. But uh, how about this? Their New York six bull hopes are <laughs> there. You go are hurting now. Uh, I also put there just to mention the Virginia Miami game a little bit. Charles Snowden, he's just so <laughs> fun to watch. Just he's he so is. belligerently tall, <laughs> six seven maybe. Yeah. Like they it's... simply do not make linebackers that tall generally. Um, in, in the range, and I uh, he's just one of the more fun uh, off ball linebackers in the country. I think
0: he is. He's so like I just want to keep seeing more of him. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, And he's a true junior, so there's not even a guarantee he would come out.
0: I, I don't feel like he will, but that's just pure speculation. Well, he
1: might, just based on one guy who did return from his team. We'll talk about that in a bit.
0: That's called a teaser, AJ.
1: Yeah, it is a teaser. Uh, best prospect you saw this week?
0: Uh, I'll go with number one, CeeDee Lamb, because he had a monster performance he perform the best prospect Texas. in
1: the country for sure this week.
0: Yeah, I mean... I think he like the stat line was great, but I think he was even better than it. Ten catches, one hundred seventy one yards, three touchdowns. But like, it was the way he was doing it. Exactly. Like, like it was like every time. Like the touchdowns shouldn't have been. Yeah, but, they, like the Texas team should have uh, tackled I, them. For I was sure. gonna say
1: my favorite thing on Twitter during this game was people taking screenshots of like when he caught the ball <laughs> yeah, and all the yeah, Texas yeah. defenders
0: around him, and then tweeting, "CeeDee Lamb scores on this play." And it, had the had the almost Michael Crabtree esque. To yeah, tiptoe down yeah. the sideline, too. He,
1: his, um, his yak ability, then putting mm-hmm. that with the running and the body control and his overall strong hit, like, he reminds me so much of DeAndre Hopkins. I know some people weren't as high on him as we were before the year, but I think people are really starting to come around and see that he is in the same tier as uh, Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy.
0: No, yeah. For, like, It just felt like the last two weeks is where the hype finally came back. Yeah,
1: Because I think a a lot of it was hurt by... um, He was seeing so much coverage that, like, Charleston Rambo was cashing in a lot because of it. But then, uh, obviously, like you said, the last two, three weeks, he's been the go-to guy. And when the ball's in his hands, he just makes special things happen. It's like Mm -hmm. every time he touches the ball, he's a threat to score. Pretty much. No, I I love him. I think he's a top-ten prospect. I would be pounding the table for him. Um, So I had him. And I also uh, put down Clemson linebacker Isaiah Simmons. It's good good choice. Like, they yeah. dominated Florida State. It wasn't that fun a game to watch. But Isaiah Simmons is always just so fantastically fun. The absolute athleticism he brings to the table is so rare. Yeah. There's multiple plays where he's on the backside, and he can come across and, and stop uh, anyone from doing anything. And he had a, a wicked strip sack. Um, and I don't know. I just really love watching him. Uh, a linebacker with that time, type of athleticism doesn't shy away from contact. That brings so much aggression to the field. He's
0: so good, man. Like I feel like uh, like he's he's a – I don't want to use the word safe, but I think he's a guy that's going to go in the first and just be a really, really good football player. Oh,
1: me too, especially because like, he's probably going to blow up the combine completely.
0: I, I think so, yeah.
1: Like, Would you be surprised if Isaiah Simmons ended up being a top-ten pick?
0: Honestly, I was about to ask you the exact same question, so my answer would be no. Just because, again, I, I expect him just to like like Clemens is going to keep playing in big games, so the eyes are going to be on him, and then he's going to go and I think he's going to blow up Indy and like.
1: I think uh, also you you throw in the fact that Devin White and Devin Bush won top ten this past yeah, draft
0: exactly, yeah.
1: And like I think Isaiah Simmons has a more more upside than maybe both of them. I think he's he's he feel- much more. Competent in coverage than Devin White, at yeah, least
0: for sure. Yeah, that that for sure. Um, no, it's a little more like well-rounded than both of them. Like, I think I, he's like less Devin Bush, I felt was a, he's he's sorry. less of
1: a Mike linebacker than both of them. He's more of a, a Will, yeah. but just, I think he's just the type of guy you insert and you get. In, like he reminds me a lot of Levante David.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um,
0: uh, I'll throw another name yeah, in there. Do it. I just don't. I put him down here because. I feel like we have to talk about him. I wasn't sure where else to put him. Joe Burrow's performance oh, okay. against Florida. Good. No, you didn't feel like he. I mean, he no, had no, help. no. I,
1: I, I, I'm happy you said it.
0: Okay, good. Were I you mean, worried I wasn't uh, worried I going to kick you out? Yeah, no, I was. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, only three. And the same amount of incompletions as touchdowns. That's always a good thing. It was just a super uh,
1: efficient game against a Florida defense. That's no joke.
0: Exactly, <laughs> pretty much.
1: Now Florida was banged up. Zanigo's obviously playing through an injury. Grenard mm-hmm. got hurt early, and that that really hurt the Florida pass rush. Um, yeah, but uh, on the other hand, Still. they have multiple future NFLers in the secondary, um, and future NFL linebackers. And he just exactly. he was not phased by anything. And I, th- I think his mobility is quite underrated.
0: He's, he's not immobile. No, all.
1: like, and that was the thing at Ohio State. People were like, um, when him and Dwayne Haskins were battling for that job, I remember a lot of people were like, if they are looking for a thing closer to JT Barrett, like, Joe Burrow is the better runner, clearly. Mm hmm. No matter yeah. what Stephen A. Smith tells you.
0: <laughs> Haskins? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, but Burrow is just, I, I put him down for shooting up the board. Um,
0: yeah, I I felt like he's already
1: done that. I, so I, had I to know. Throw him here. I felt kind of cheap doing it, but like you're right, he had to go somewhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, especially seeing um, uh, other quarterbacks who were in the top five conversation struggle or just not have massive games. Joe Burrow showed up every single week, and it yeah. showed up in the biggest games. And I, like, I don't know if there's much more he can do.
0: Yeah, at this point, I'm I'm just trying not to get my hopes up for the Alabama game.
1: Yeah. But like even we're seeing, I saw him mock number one in the draft this week.
0: I did too as well. So
1: I mean, it the uh, the first round seems very like he's gonna be in the conversation with Tua and Herbert as those. Uh, no, no quarterbacks done more f- for themselves. I don't think.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I I don't want to jinx it, but at this point, I don't I don't see him blowing this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: it's just it's every week and against top tier defenses. I I very much him you know, Joe Burrow.
0: Uh, and like you, they talk about his leadership, so it doesn't seem like interviews are going to be an issue. Yeah, I know.
1: His dad so. was a defensive coordinator in, in FBS football for like 20 years.
0: Yeah, so uh, it seems like he's got all the boxes. Just
1: And uh, yeah, the leadership and his his energy. I've, I like him a lot as yeah. a human. Yeah. And also, he checks the box for uh, Trill Withers' uh, cool quarterback uh, guide.
0: That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, number one these days. He's not going to be the Parcells. Jets, oh God, so. no!
1: No one will. <laughs> That's not true. Someone, someone Jake Fromm if he goes back for senior year. Fromm will. Yeah. Uh, one more best prospect I threw down: LSU safety Grant Del Pitt. Because we mm-hmm. hadn't talked about him that much. Um, not that he was uh, sh- struggling or anything, but he wasn't. I don't know, blowing up games uh, necessarily, and he, he had some missed tackle issues throughout the season. Yeah. And then in this game, it felt like every big stop was him.
0: Well, absolutely, yeah. He kept hammering guys. Uh, the one submarine against Trask.
1: He, yeah, um, he, he was just sticking tackles and making the biggest plays. He had uh, near interception, which I really
0: wish he came down with. Where, it would have been a hell of a catch, but he should Yeah, no,
1: I agree. But just him showing off the tip of range to get there was big. No, for like, sure. He yeah, is yeah. a perfect do-it-all safety uh, and, mm-hmm. and I just think we need a reminder like this dude is legit I don't know if he's going to go top 10 though
0: I uh, I saw a mock that like had him at 32 which was like that's okay. too far
1: like that's like the Derwin James thing all over again where it's like we all know he's a top 10 prospect and he slid to the 17th pick oh he was immediately amazing
0: yeah the, 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 still the NFL looks dumb for that yeah so. like,
1: I, I, I'm I not saying Grant Delpit won't go top 10 I just wouldn't be surprised if the NFL messes this up again. He's going to be it's a top-ten like, prospect uh, for me. Y-
0: yeah, I mean, if there's a lot of quarterbacks, you know, the receivers. Mm-hmm. Andrew Thomas, Tristan Wirfs. Saying, yeah, Young, obviously. Yeah,
1: Benisa. Like, there's a very yeah. possible way he falls.
0: Yeah, but, like, I don't I don't think 17. Unless, like, you know, it's a long way to go, but you know what I mean. At well, this point, I don't
1: know. Some people are telling us seven quarterbacks are going in the first round. Sure. So, uh... Who do you have shooting up the board?
0: Uh, I got a couple names down. First off, I'll, I got to go to Michigan. Uh, Josh Uchi finally had his breakout game. Three sacks, five tackles. Looked pretty good. Uh, always been an intriguing guy. Yeah, he's, he another was the guy, guy who had
1: more, like, Quiddy Pay has been playing better, but Uchi's yeah. the one who had the hype going into the season.
0: Exactly. And, again, another guy like Pei too, but Uchi's flashed uh, a little more than him in the past. And, obviously, like you said, he's had the hype. So This was a big game for him. A uh, lot. We'll go. Bounce, we'll bounce back and forth. Who's your first? Uh, so start? I
1: have Burrow. Obviously, we talked about him. So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say a guy from our home country, Neville Gallimore, the Oklahoma No.
0: My Seattle. my second choice. I felt a little cheap putting him here because we've talked. I, to him I a know. Lot, I, but like, I,
1: it's hard, but like he's been so good this year, and obviously we know he's a big time athlete. But it feels like this year he dropped a little bit of weight, and you're really seeing mm-hmm. it in production now. Uh, he yeah. had Texass number up the middle all day he's just his explosiveness off the line with the power is awesome like I know he is a nose tackle for Oklahoma but like this guy can play three tech in the NFL
0: I think yeah I agree and like my reasoning for putting him here is like I feel like he's into that first round now
1: yeah no I I think he is uh it's gonna be really fun kind of seeing how the interior defensive line shakes out Um because I think right now it's, like, pretty clearly... I, I think it's pretty clearly been Derek Brown is the the top mm-hmm. dog right now in the, at that spot. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, like, Raekwon Davis is second. But then, like, seeing the guys like Javon Kinlaw, Kin- Marvin Kinlaw, Wilson, yeah. uh, and then Neville Gallimore, all three of them have done so much for themselves this year.
0: Yeah, no, So absolutely. seeing how it
1: all really shakes out is going to be really interesting. And then you get, there's like a handful of, like, interesting nose tackle types but I think mm-hmm. the NFL kind of should know by this point that those guys are not as worthwhile as a three-tech pass rusher.
0: You never know, Rob. You can't trust uh, Who them. else you got? A uh, guy we've uh, almost in the same vein. A uh, guy we mentioned a couple times, but is really starting to put it together and moving up the board. Uh, Arizona statewide receiver, Brandon Ayuk. Okay. Seven catches, buck 96, three touchdowns. Looking pretty legit now, Rob.
1: Yeah, uh, I've got him for a different category in, in a bit, but he's a guy who's oh, this receiver class. So it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be real interesting to see who comes out because it's like I feel like a guy like him or like a guy like Sage Therat, for for example or yeah I don't even like a guy like Aaron Fuller if they have a big game. and was like I don't know how you don't have this guy as a top ten receiver <laughs> and like I'm yeah. thinking this dude might be my wide receiver sixteen. There's so many of them I can't have them all be top ten. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, like, even uh, I'll just throw another guy out who I'm going to mention a bit. I've seen Justin Jefferson get some top 10 love now, the LSU receiver. Yeah. I... And it's just there's so many of them. Ayuk's really interesting, though, because big playability, but can return punts, mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah. Kind of just really finding his stride in that Zona of State offense and is really the key to all their passing plays. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He had a great week. Got- um, because we're all Oklahoma prospects all the time, I'm gonna throw i to throw another one out. Kenneth Murray, yeah, he was awesome against Texas. I don't know if there's one defender, in my opinion, I've seen this on, on Twitter as well. People saying this, who's done more for themselves than Kenneth Murray. I when I watched him in the summer, I was a little disappointed because I know the numbers are big. He's a big name. Um, mm-hmm. He had some love. I was like kind of, I thought his instincts were a little weak. He was missing too many tackles. Like, you could see the athleticism and the explosiveness yeah. in the range, but it wasn't like he was very raw and he had to put it all together. It seems like he's now put it all together. He was everywhere uh, against Texas. We saw what he could do as a blitzer. We also saw um, some plays in coverage. I, I am thinking he's pretty much locking himself into uh, day two top Top five linebacker.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel the same way. And if you remember correctly, AJ was the first on the the Kenneth Murray trade. So
1: okay, if you see, yeah, because you made nineteen tackles against the triple option <laughs> offense.
0: Exactly. Uh, who else you got? Uh, I got one more, robbed. Yeah, uh, to a, to a lesser extent. Uh, just a guy. I think we talked a little about him, a little bit about him last week. Uh, looks pretty good against Bama. Another receiver, Courtney Davis, the A and M receiver. I thought he looked the most impressive of the trio. Uh, had the the one really ridiculous catch. I think he had the best numbers of the bunch too. Seven for eighty one. I, I thought of the three, he clearly looked the best, and uh, I think he's the most interesting one. Yeah,
1: well, we've talked about the three of them uh, before, and mm-hmm. just. It, 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 he does seem the most ready, and, and we've talked about the the other two get more hype than him.
0: Yeah, no, I know.
1: So it's it's nice to see him putting it together, and again, just this receiver class is gonna be juiced up. Um, I'm gonna mention three more guys quickly, uh, starting with Alabama edge rusher Terrell Lewis, who we all know has all this potential. But it's been injuries getting him for most of his career at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Now he's been healthy this season. And boy, oh boy, is he talented. Just the length and explosiveness. He was giving Texas A&M's right tackle hell. we I, I saw some speed to power. His hands yeah. are just really quick. He's the first guy off the line. Like, he looks like a first-round type of edge rusher. It's mm-hmm. just whether or not the medicals come back clean and if he, if he can... Uh, I, I I mean, who knows if he'll declare just because he hasn't played that much, but yeah. he's really interesting. Also, South Carolina's Javon Kinlaw. Mm-hmm. I think for me right now he is firmly my third interior defensive lineman, and he looks more and more like a first round pick. A lot of Chris Jones to his game with the length, athleticism, yeah. and pass rush upside.
0: No, for sure. And you uh,
1: Bryson Hopkins, the Purdue tight end. We haven't talked about him that uh, much.
0: No, we haven't. And
1: he had a big game against Maryland, 140 yards. He was seam-busting. Um, it's a weird tight end class, and there's going to yeah. be a lot of guys. We've mentioned that. There's going to be a lot of guys competing for that top spot. He, I think, is the, like, if there was a consensus top guy, it would probably be him right now. I think
0: so. Yeah, but like
1: even we're seeing like Cole Komet really burst onto the scene. That's um, true. And like there's guys who are going to love Harrison Bryant for the upside. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a uh, it's a very interesting class.
0: It is. It's still wide open, honestly.
1: Definitely. Uh, who do you have sliding down the board?
0: All right, I'm going for the uh, reactionary low hanging fruit of Jake Fromm, baby. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I also have him. Just- I- yeah, 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 we had to have him. Right, <laughs> Three interceptions. Uh, yeah. Only completed fifty-five percent of his passes against South Carolina, and basically he—he's yeah. the reason they lost.
0: Exactly. I mean, what else have we gotta say? And like, lots of talk. Like, we're like, okay, he's a second-round pick now, and blah blah blah. Like, you know, falling out of the first. Which I think we felt like that already, but no, everyone feels like it. Yeah, so.
1: uh, I, I just—he doesn't have enough physical upside. Like I, I get mm-hmm. like loving the football IQ, uh loving the accuracy. But mm-hmm. he just seems like a guy who's not going to consistently be able to push the ball down the field. He can't really create anything uh using his legs. Um no. And in big moments he kind of just comes up short a lot. <laughs> Which yeah. I, I feel bad about saying, but that's what it feels like. Um another quarterback, uh I put down Jalen Hurts.
0: No, uh, fair enough. Fair he enough. Right. A, I wasn't sure if you were ready to say it, but he uh, put up big numbers,
1: no doubt, and he won. Yeah. He had four total touchdowns, yeah. threw for two thirty-five, ran for one hundred and thirty-one. He really relied on his legs, which I mean, that's there's no reason to ding that. But I thought it yeah. was because he didn't seem that confident as a passer. He lost a fumble in the red zone. The interception was in the red zone. He just kind of it felt like when he was under pressure, he reverted back to the, the old Jalen Hurts, where it was. A yeah. lot of poor mechanical work, um, throwing passes he shouldn't be throwing across his body, uh, and just kind of panicking. So I'm just not ready to crown him a definite first-round pick yet, like some people are.
0: I I agree. And, like, I think the hype's a little much. Like, you know, I, I was, obviously the first couple of weeks you're really intrigued with how he's looked, and like he's been extremely impressive. But, yeah, I'm not ready to say he's a first-round guy and, like, still a long way to go with Jalen Hurts, is what I'll say.
1: Yeah, totally. And and I think we like to get ahead of ourselves, especially when it comes to quarterbacks, especially when it comes to big-name quarterbacks. Like, I I saw something today. It was like just, I know this is talking Heisman, not prospects, but it was the uh, top 10 Heisman odds at this point uh, a couple of years ago. And Mm -hmm. none of the guys in the top 10, like, finished in the top five
0: remember that year. that um, Who was it that won?
1: I, I, can't, I
0: can't even think. <laughs> I remember that year, but I don't remember who won. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like,
1: we're going to overreact, but it's still so early.
0: We're like yeah, halfway through sure.
1: the season and so far away from the NFL draft. long way yeah. to go. We don't even know which quarterbacks are definitely coming out yet. Let's not confirm seven are going in the first round too early on.
0: I almost feel like the... Um, Like, the pre-draft stuff is going to be more important for Jalen Hurts.
1: If he, like, I would love to see him at the Senior Bowl showing off the cleaned-up mechanics and footwork. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see him. I'd love to see Justin Herbert there as well. Uh, Joe Burrow. Like, it's got a very good chance to be a friggin' amazing Senior Bowl quarterback class. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Two more sliding on the board for me. Uh, Florida corner, C.J. Henderson.
0: Yeah, it just hasn't put it together this year. He
1: just seems like he lacks awareness on the field. He get he like he'll yeah. make a big play, but then he'll get burned. It's kind of Marcus Petersy,
0: and he can't tackle. Yeah, he
1: does not like tackling. Yeah, so that's not great. Um, also, put Bryce Hall, the Me yeah too. the Virginia corner, he went down with what looked like to be a broken foot against Miami.
0: Yeah, it's an it, it's an ankle injury. Yeah, and he's
1: done for the year. Um, yeah. <clears> um, and it's not great because there's already going to be questions with him about overall athleticism, now he's hurt. And if he's not able to participate in the NFL combine, I think it's really going to scare teams off. And I yeah. I, I have a hard time seeing him going in the first round if he can't test.
0: No, I I feel the same way. And, like, I still think he's a really damn good football he, player. The, though. Like the, not... he,
1: te- technically, he is so savvy. And mm-hmm. he is really smart, and he's very physical, and he, he has elite ball skills. But if he can't run, and we all already yeah. think he's like a four-five-five five guy, like it's yeah, just gonna it's a hurt big him. issue.
0: No, absolutely. Oh, do you
1: have anyone else for sliding down the board?
0: No, Hall was my second guy. Right. Um, uh, and I, I, again, no fault to his own, but it sucks. But yeah. it
1: especially for him, like if it, if this was a guy like. I'm not gonna name a guy to get injured. But if this if this was a guy like one of the other top corners, and we know they have big time speed, like I think it would be a lot less painful. Like for Dylan Moses, for example, we know he's no lead athlete. We're not too worried about him not being able to test uh, in Indy. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: out of nowhere, prospect.
0: Uh, I'm going to with two from the LSU offense. Not really out of nowhere, but just they caught. They surprised me because I didn't I think they were I wrote so them good. Both down two. Yeah, uh, Justin Jefferson. Yep. Uh, okay, we'll start with Justin Jefferson because, damn, he's damn good. <laughs> like, uh, what a hell of a performance! Ten catches, hundred twenty-three yards, a touchdown. Uh, again, not really out of nowhere, but I didn't think he was as good yeah, as. Yeah,
1: no, he he seems to be a much better rope runner than I realized.
0: Mhm, and got the size to him. Uh, good so, at yeah, him he can win downfield. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know.
1: Just again, the receiver class is be ridiculous and. I don't know. I'm not ready to grade all of them and then have a guy I love being be my wide receiver 15.
0: It's true. I mean, we know lots of guys are going to go back probably, but.
1: Yeah, definitely. They always do. Uh, they always do. Also, I'm guessing you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire.
0: I do because I never gave Clyde Edwards-Hilaire the respect some that of, he apparently some deserves.
1: Some of us did. Some of us thought he was pretty good.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was lower on him than you. Uh I wasn't super impressed with him last sure. year. Watch a lot of him. I them. put him I put but, him down as
1: well, even though I do like him, just because no one had ever talked about him really this year.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean uh only thirteen carries, about one hundred and thirty four yards and two TDs on them. Holes were pretty big, but he looked explosive and I mean, you just look at him and the size is there. I mean he's, he's he had a hell of a game, man. He's he's helping hey, himself that's like big look time. Freeman. Yeah, I swear, just
1: short, stocky, explosive.
0: Gotta love it. It's true. Uh, I mean, I like all three of those qual- qualities in back. Um, Do you
1: have anybody else? Because I got one. No, I'll throw one Which I'm surprised you don't have because I would say he's more your guy than my guy all day long. Penn State uh, interior defensive lineman Robert Windsor.
0: Yeah, he's not out of nowhere for me though, Rob, but I'm glad you brought him yeah, up. Yeah, he, he
1: looked great <laughs> against Iowa and uh, yeah. was putting on a show as a pass rusher. Um,
0: mm-hmm. One and a half sacks, yeah. I believe. Um,
1: he was in, the, in the, uh, all over Nate Stanley all game. Um, yeah, he he just like he's gonna be a really interesting guy because we we both I I think you liked him more than me. I did, but yeah. I I think we both liked him more than the general pop.
0: He because the traits are he there like really, he's really, really interesting.
1: Interesting, a guy I would love to see him on, in one on ones at the senior bowl.
0: Yeah, that that'd be a big place for him to yeah, show. Yeah, and him. like.
1: Iowa has a good offensive line. He was, he was Ex- good.
0: Exactly. Yeah, this was a big game for him to uh, to finally show he, himself. He played
1: better than you uh, Gross-Mazos. He did, yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, he's a uh, interesting one of those more undersized interior defensive linemen, but has the mm-hmm. quicks in the pass rush upside. Prospect made you look stupid?
0: Uh, I, I brought up this guy because we haven't talked about him much this year, and uh, it's Denzel Mims who had the one spectacular ballerina sideline grab, uh, but had a brutal drop that would have won the game, and in total just three catches for sixty-five. It, it feels like just among this um, this receiver class, he's getting lost. Wait, so and even on the other he, side of he the
1: look f- stupid as in you? He's better than you thought, or he's worse than you thought?
0: I just wanted to talk about him. Wrong. He's worse than I thought. I'm okay. about to say that. Uh but not really. <laughs> I have seen the bad drops. Um but yeah. I mean on the other side of the ball too, TJ Fasher hasn't been too great. He's has had a bit of a couple he games. He hasn't had then. the
1: same hype as a guy like Mims though.
0: No is no he, he hasn't. I just wanna again yeah, like I to bring
1: him up. He's also still in the yeah.
0: Richard sophomore. Or Richard Jr. Uh, uh Fasher, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Mims Mims is it's time for him to start yeah. putting games together. He
1: you're right though, in this receiver class. He's gonna be a guy mm-hmm. who, like, some people will be like, he's clearly a top ten receiver, and others will be like, he's my wide receiver twenty two. <laughs>
0: I think. See, I think I'll lean. I don't know, man. Like, he's got he's got I'd the goods, summer, but uh, like,
1: top, he's top 20. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I, I, there's like, a lot a to lot like. The, but,
1: I, I think he reminds me a lot of Marvin Jones, and I love Marvin Jones.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just like he'll have the terrible drops. Yeah,
1: but then he, he's and so just, excellent at tracking the ball sometimes.
0: Yeah, like that. That that catch on the sideline was yeah, nuts. I didn't think he insane. caught it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like he's got great feet. Yeah, it's really smooth. Felt like that for a while. He's smooth. Yeah. I'm, so we'll see. He's just like I just want to bring him up because I think he's interesting.
1: Um, I'm gonna bring up a guy you already mentioned, also a receiver, uh, Brandon Ayuk. I wasn't. I, I wasn't like enamored with him when I I, I watched mm-hmm. one game of his two weeks ago. I was like, yeah. I, I was interested, but like I didn't think he was a potential. Day two guy. And yeah. then uh, the more I see, the more I'm like, I, I think I'm just wrong. Um, and I, I saw this comp on Twitter. I forget who's who had it. But I think it was Jonah Tulls compared to him with Michael Gallup. And I thought that was a good one.
0: I, I saw that as well. And I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah,
1: and Gallup's a guy who I wasn't high enough on in hindsight.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think I was either.
1: Uh, best prospect versus prospect matchup.
0: Uh, I gotta go to the Big Ten, baby, because I love the Big Ten. And in the Big Ten, you know what it is? It's running backs and linebackers and linemen and defense linemen. But <laughs> I'm talking about running backs and linebackers here. I put Bocce versus Jonathan Taylor, baby, because that's just a good old school. Bo-
1: Bocce versus any competent running back in the Big Ten's always a good battle. I,
0: I know, I know. Obviously, whiskey dominated the game, one hundred and thirty to ten. But uh, Bocce had seven tackles. it', was, it was, this, well, it's, it's kind of like
1: the, when they played J.K. Dobbins, and like Dobbins ran for one hundred and seventy-two, but like Bocce was everywhere.
0: But, I mean, yeah, exactly. But Taylor didn't have a good, like, yeah, statistically. No, no. It was 20, 26 carries, only 80 yards, two touchdowns. But I'll give that one to old Joe. Big win for Joe. Uh,
1: I got 2 uh, all stick Big Ten, though. Uh, Tristan Wirth versus Yuter Gross Matos. I thought Wirth yeah. was up and down. I actually thought mm-hmm. uh, the other edge ed rusher from Penn State gave him more trouble, though. Uh, Shaka Tony, I believe is his name. Um, mm-hmm. smaller, more athletic, or more speed rusher type. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, when these two are battling, it, a pretty good battle. Um, Rosmeto still like is not looking like a first round guy though. I agree. Uh, I also put Jalen Hurts versus Brandon Jones, the Texas safety, who I thought was Texas's best defender against Oklahoma.
0: Had a pick. Yeah, he's,
1: right? I really really like him. I think he's. He'll probably end up going day two, second round. I would. I would guess early second round. But he's just gonna be an instant plug and play guy, and he, he can mm-hmm. kind of play any safety spot.
0: No, that's true. He's pretty versatile. Yeah, I, that's why you got him the Bradley McDougal. I should right?
1: have a Kevin Byer comp on him. So, <laughs> uh, Prospect Do you play played the box score?
0: Uh, he had a good game, but like I, I just felt like his impact was even more than his box score was. Rather right? that's, that, that's I
1: a, that definitely a good way to do it. Because I, I'm the same way with my guy.
0: Yeah, uh, Claveon Chason from LSU, six tackles and a sack. But like,
1: I uh, thought just I, to I jump in here, I thought he started the game poorly and really got mm-hmm. it going later on.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, like uh, later in the game, he felt like every uh, every time Trash dropped back, he was he was there. He's also getting um, beating he his held a lot, and it's just not called. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, so good off the off the snap. I mean, we haven't talked about him too much. I know there's been a lot of lot of hype for him on the old so draft much Twitter. Raw
1: athletic upside. He's really fun. He, he, he does. I just wanted. It I, well. I'm glad you did because I thought early on he kind of struggled against the run, but he mm-hmm. really brought it and put it together late.
0: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Um, and he
1: had the stop on the uh on that weird yeah. pitch play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sticking SEC. I went with Xavier McKinney, the Alabama safety six tackles yeah. in a pass breakup against Tamu but like he was violently tackling and mm-hmm. he was everywhere in coverage. He probably should have had two interceptions. Um I think he he's got a very like I don't know that there's another safety going ahead of him other than Grant Delpit. Mm-hmm. I just I think he's very I think the IQ and the instincts
0: and, yeah, uh, he's been getting praised about that for a yeah, long time, Yeah, right?
1: he is, like, he's not Minka Fitzpatrick, but, no. and, and he's a different type of Alabama safety. Like, he's more of, like, an Eddie Jackson. If, if we're just yeah, talking about no, Alabama that's safeties. Safety group's yeah, yeah. It's really interesting, because, like, last week we had Ashton Davis going off. Like, I, yeah. I just mentioned, like, we mentioned Delpit. I just mentioned Brandon Jones, obviously McKinney. And, like, Hamza uh, nasir Dean from Florida State, who... State. Like we would yeah. be talking about more Florida State was more relevant because he's very good <laughs> yeah it's a very fun safety class i think
0: right right now do you think more than Delpit goes in the first round
1: I think if Ashton Davis tests like some people think he will
0: yeah yeah back at the in the back end yeah
1: i, th- I hear I'll say this I think either him or mcKinney goes in the first round
0: with Delpit. Fair enough.
1: and then I think Brandon Jones is the classic slides early second round immediate starter and everyone's yeah. like, "Why did he fall?" Sure
0: enough, uh, prospect
1: <laughs> is being overhyped.
0: Uh, <laughs> the guy that's I don't know why there's uh, there's love for him, Rob. It's more of a college football thing. But Kyle Trask is getting too much love, Rob. There was like, I think it's a lot of Gator I think homers be saying better than Felipe Franks. Which I don't <laughs> know if he is for sure, but uh, I, mean, I, I enjoy him more I think than he is better though. than Felipe Franks. Yeah. I, I I think so too. He's at least more enjoyable I, to watch. I think he's
1: just a better decision maker.
0: But I mean, Emery Jones is more enjoyable than him. Yeah,
1: start Emery Jones. That's um, true.
0: That's yeah.
1: true. I'm going to put uh, my, my top guy, Zach Shackle, for the Texas center.
0: Okay. All so right. He
1: had, so he's had multiple off target snaps this season, had a bad one uh, against Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. And he just couldn't block Neville Gallimore. And this is a guy mm-hmm. some people have talked up as the as a potential day two guy, and I did I didn't see it on tape when I watched him. I'm not a fan. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I have a UDFA grade on him, and then he just hasn't been very good every time I've watched Texas this year. Fair enough. Uh, I also put okay. Bear with me. Relax. Okay. Don't let, don't let draft Twitter cancel me. Two
0: tag of la la. I put
1: I put two. You can I just see it. T- I don't think he played that well against a And uh,
0: he, he no, he struggled. I uh, agree with uh, you. And
1: I saw some of our uh, fellow draft Twitter friends uh, that we respect saying this, and then maybe people we don't necessarily follow on Twitter. That's how I'll put that uh, going at them, being like, "Look at the numbers. He had four touchdown passes. Yeah, but how? Like, watch the product. He missed a handful of throws. He had." a... Couple mm-hmm. dropped interceptions. The interception was bad, and mm-hmm. it, it's the type where we've. I've. It was literally that he threw the same type of interception against Georgia last year, where he doesn't read the safety, and the safety just reads his yeah. eyes and comes back across and makes the interception. Easier. Yeah. And I, I just what I'm saying is, I like let's not act like Tua is the perfect can- Like he's not Andrew Luck. Let's not act like he is. Like he's definitely. A fantastic quarterback prospect, a top ten prospect, and he's most likely gonna be the number one pick in the NFL draft. But he's not this can't miss quarterback. There are flaws with Tua. And let's not let's I not agree. act like there aren't.
0: I agree. I'm glad you brought like, this up. You um, need to be
1: critical of the quarterbacks when they play poorly, it, it, to correctly evaluate them what like even if they're great. You gotta like it's stupid to ignore the 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 little mistakes because they do matter.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I I agree. I'm glad you brought that up. and uh, like, I, I still think he's going to go yeah, one. You but I
1: mean, you <laughs> yeah, he should.
0: Yeah. But he's not yeah, perfect. Exactly. It, it, it,
1: there are things he needs to improve on, for sure, like reading defenses.
0: It, I mean, this might be more of a knock on the other quarterbacks, but I've seen a lot of fans just being like, oh, if we don't end up with the first pick and get to a don't draft Herbert or Burrow or whatever. You know what I mean? It just seems to have a lot of hate for like the rest of the group and – a little too much admiration for two.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's got to do with numbers and, like, they see that. But with receiver, the receiver's open by five yards versus, like, Herbert's are just yeah. fully covered all the time, but,
0: like, things yeah. matter in
1: context. They do. Um, no. But, yeah, fun fun quarterback talk, baby. Uh, small school guy <laughs> who caught your eye? Uh,
0: I'm, I'm back to Boyd's Day. I'm John Hightower, the who same. we taught. Okay. <laughs> we found interesting. In the summer, but uh, I think I, I coined the nine-trick pony thing with him. So you,
1: that's your... Uh, oh, you should put it in a book of AJ definitions.
0: Yeah, yeah. I well, just, it it's like the only one I have. Pony. I'm, uh Probably porn. It's probably you, porn. You talk but, uh, about you. <laughs> Don't do it. Anyways, uh, the speed is obviously there. Uh, you told me that there's been some... Someone someone mentioned first round with him, which is uh, interesting. Dan in in from
1: the Athletic put out like a low kind of like okay. low key potential first round picks, future first round picks, and he was one
0: of them. I, I think that goes with the vein of like, you know, the the deep burners of Hollywood. Like, I don't, th- those I don't type of guys. think
1: it's slightly gonna happen, but I thought I just thought that was no, kind me of me interesting. Neither. But yeah, me Was a guy we both like in the summer for that deep speed, and he's he's producing big time for Boise State.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you have in the game? Was, two scores. Yeah, almost like seven you, catches. Lots
1: of. Sorry, if you Google yeah. trick Pony," it's like just about this IPA beer, so you're fine.
0: <laughs> like I had a late. Like I had a draftable on high because I thought the, the like he's six two and he can run like like no like no one else can. But like <laughs> I thought the hands were kind of mad. I thought the, like the more difficult catches he struggle with, but um. He's looked better this year, so. Yeah,
1: and he's a senior, so we'll get to potentially see him at the Senior Bowl. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I, I,
1: I'm like you. I have late, late, uh, draftable. Mhm. But yeah. But anyways, it's gonna be interesting. He's a, is, the classic cheap, uh, small school guy who caught your eye this week. It, to go with is either him or. Um, wow, well, I'm blanking on his name. Derad Rusher. Weaver. Thank you. Yeah. Those are the cheap ones to do. We shouldn't count Boise State, but we do. Yeah,
0: I know. But they're the cheap ones, and I don't know. I didn't know what else to go with. Uh,
1: Okay. (laughs) AJ, as uh, week eight approaches, I think you should do the smart thing and bet on college football. And if you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet games after kickoff if by the second half it looks like you're going to lose? Hedge. Hedge, 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 and Hedge. Always hedge. If you're the kind of guy who likes to, put, to, to bet a little and win a lot, like a psychopath, mm-hmm. <laughs> try being a parlay guy and start wearing jump suits and, like, out of style hats and chains. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings and purchase more chains. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season or college football is the best time of the year. Football, football, football. Join now, my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.
0: I was wondering where the, the term hedge comes from, like to hedge your bet. I tried Googling it, and apparently it has nothing to do with bushes. So Big bush guy? Kind of disappointed. <laughs> Don't ask me that, please.
1: Uh, week week eight matchups. This podcast sucks. Who <laughs> let us do this? Week eight matchups.
0: Uh, yeah, how'd you do last week? A six and four. Oh, gosh, we're, we're the same record. I think
1: thirty-two and twenty-eight.
0: Yeah, we're the exact that's same a, record. That's a net positive. Uh, it is. It's I mean, money. sure. I, I think it's. It's a tough slate of games, I think, this I'm year. I'm going to
1: become a professional football gambler.
0: Just gotta, like, you just got to use, like, decibels. Like, I had 63.2% of my... It makes it sound better for some no, reason. No, it definitely does. Uh, I'm winning every week. <laughs> <laughs> How do you become a... I guess, it's like, really smart people can
1: make it as professional gamblers, but, like, me, I couldn't.
0: I don't I don't know. The like the guys the best jobs are the ones just that just sell their picks.
1: I think the best job is the are the people in Vegas who set the lines. That's
0: true. I don't I don't even know who those people are. No one
1: are. does, but they like know everything. They know about like wind, they know about turf. Things like that. They have to like factor in everything to to come up with the spread. Like that'd be a cool gig. You're just well, watching so much football. Let's get
0: James right on the podcast. Talk about this thing. This All
1: stuff. right, let's dive in. Uh, for some reason, there's only nine nationally televised games uh, this Saturday, so I threw in a wild
0: card. Um, it's a good yeah, wild card. Maybe the best game. It's
1: it's, a, it's not a bad week.
0: No, I think lots of these uh, picks are it's interesting, a, it's, it's to like, be honest. I think that the lines are tough. I would say
1: it's not like a massive college football playoff week, but it's going to be good football. Yeah. Okay, starting with the noon game on ABC, number three Clemson. Uh, going to play Louisville.
0: Uh Clemson favored by twenty-four and a half. Uh Clemson, I mean, they finally put it together and smashed Florida State. We gotta give him some credit there. But I'm, uh, I'm I'm taking the Cardinals plus the points Me too. Wrong.
1: Scott Satterfield knows K- what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he's got them playing really good football. They they what a game against Wake, by the way, I hope watch that game because it was nuts uh it's in Louisville obviously um again Clemson had one game that they looked great but um yeah they twenty four and a half got, points it's 24 and a half like
1: points. I can I could totally see Clemson coming in and, and it being a slow start and even if they do pull away late like I have a hard time seeing them winning by more than 20 by 24 and a half. I agree.
0: Like I think, like a seventeen-point win. Clemson
1: always likes to like drop one stupid ACC game. Oh, are you and calling this it? This might be the one. No, I'm not gonna. Not, it's not, at noon. Not it. It's not Pitt. Come on. Pat it Narduzzi does uh, his thing, pulls upset, so he can keep his job.
0: Yeah, that's all he does. It's but so yeah, weird. I'm gonna
1: take Louisville. I
0: don't. I don't like that we're both taking Louisville. I kind of hope they like, will be like, "No, you look stupid. Clemson's gonna roll." I so would have felt better about my I, pick. I totally agree. It's a lot of points. I And Clemson hasn't... Like, Louisville's look good. Clemson hasn't looked spectacular. They win by eight, 18 is my pick. Okay,
1: uh, Okay. Wait, 12 p.m., Fox, West Virginia, at number five, Oklahoma. OU favored by 33 and a half.
0: This is a big spread for a conference game.
1: It is. It is.
0: Um, I, I had to think about it, which... I don't know if it's if that's good for West Virginia or bad for Oklahoma, but I'm taking Oklahoma to yeah, cover. Yeah,
1: my my kind of thought process here was I don't think West Virginia is good, and I don't like watching They're them. Not. And it's like no. in that scenario, if that's the type of team that's playing OU, I'm just going to take OU. I don't care what the spread is.
0: You know, we we've got a lot of the, the teams not covering these big spreads this year, but yeah, it's true.
1: But like, I could just see OU sixty burgering this team.
0: Yeah, like, like, for what reason would you pick West Virginia? There's nothing going for them in this game. Yeah, like,
1: I don't even, like, if it, like, I'm going to be watching this game, and it would be, like, less enjoyable if I took West Virginia. So, that alone makes yeah. me take OU. Like, it's West true. Virginia has not a whole lot of NFL prospects.
0: No, the cupboard's pretty good yeah. there. good
1: luck, Neil Brown.
0: Good luck, Neil. I, I'm a big fan of Neil yeah, Brown. Me too.
1: I, I think he's the guy. But, oh, but like it's Austin Kendall Revenge game.
0: Fuck, do I have to change my pick now? You have been
1: pounding the table for Austin Kendall since he was a sophomore. (laughs) I've never liked Austin Kendall. Sophomore in (laughs) high school.
0: Look, uh, I said he should have won over Kyler.
1: (laughs) The battle went to the end. He must be as good as Kyler.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Oklahoma. 12
1: p.m. ESPN, number nine, Florida, heading in to South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks, who just upset Georgia. Florida, five and a half point favorites.
0: Look, this feels so wrong for me to say, but I think for like, because you know I hate Florida football, and I was glad I to see agree. them get get beat by LSU. But, but I think they're gonna kill them. Uh, yeah, I think Florida's gonna <laughs> it go. It kind of
1: worked kick. out perfectly for a, a absolute Florida demolishing of South Carolina, where South Carolina is yeah. coming off that big victory. They're gonna go in riding high and yeah. just fall flat. Versus Florida's coming off that tough loss to LSU, and it's the opposite. Yeah. And it's just. Magic.
0: Okay, look, I feel like Florida should go kick the shit out of South Carolina, but like I feel like I'd put money on this game. But like Florida scares me. No,
1: I would not. I would not actually put like big money on this game. But I, I do think just because I don't trust Trask in Florida, but mm-hmm. I do think because of those two factors that Florida will end up kind of handling like, business.
0: It's only five and a half points. There's no way South Carolina wins back to back games against top ten teams.
1: Yeah. Unless they go on to their fourth string QB.
0: Their third... We we
1: barely mentioned, they're on their third string QB by the time that game against Georgia ended in OT. Also, also, college kickers cannot kick.
0: No, they can't. Even Blankenship, who we thought was the most reliable one, missed. Yeah, tough.
1: Stick to stick with the college punters, like man, he's covering all his own punts for Texas A&M. Yo,
0: Brandon Man had a great performance. Th- now.
1: They had so many big returns, but he ended up being like the cutoff man on three <laughs> of them. I think.
0: Like, yeah, it wasn't like he was like you know sometimes there's poor punts that ended with big returns. Was, like you can put up you can put a returns on punters sometimes, but they, this was not. No, it a was man. like Jalen Waddles just really really good. Yeah, and Texas A&M's yeah. not that good.
1: Uh, okay, three thirty, CBS, the Gary Danielson game, so it means a lot to me. Number two, LSU, uh, taking on Mississippi State. Uh, LSU 19.5 point favorites. Uh,
0: Mississippi State lost to Tennessee last week. Mississippi
1: State is not very good. Tommy Stevens is not a very good quarterback. I don't know why they went back to him because the the freshman, I can't remember the freshman's name, the kid who got demolished when he tried to hurdle, when he got helicoptered. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like, he's better than Tommy Stevens, I think. I actually was reading a Bruce Feldman article in the Athletic today, and it was uh, like twenty three guys who could be head coaches somewhere else next year. And Joe Moore was on
0: the list. Interesting. I was about to ask what Joe Moore. Like, I like Joe Moore.
1: I do too. It was more. It read more as it would be his choice to leave Mississippi State because he has such big, like Midwest and more northern mm-hmm. ties. And he just, like, yeah. doesn't doesn't have any southern ties was kind of the Yeah, idea. like,
0: bef- b- before Mississippi State, he coached at Pitt, Georgetown, Akron, UConn, Fordham, and Penn yeah. State. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm going to say I know all LSU's
1: weird. coming off with a big victory, but, like, I just don't think Mississippi State's that good, especially
0: on defense. No, I feel pretty good about this one. I think you just goes in and kicks Yeah, ass. Like if you're
1: going to look for someone to watch Mississippi State, Cam Dantzler at corner, Kylan Hill at running back. But other than that, yeah, yeah like,
0: it's not, much. Oh, I guess
1: Darryl Williams at center too. He's pretty good.
0: No, true. I feel like we've we forgotten yeah, what Daryl is, but the team's yeah. not good.
1: Uh, Okay. This is the game I think I'm most excited for. 3.30 on ABC.
0: Uh, of course yeah, you are. I'm, yeah. Well,
1: Pac-12's in my blood. I was born there. Yeah. Um, Number 12, Oregon, heading uh, uh to Washington to take on number 25, Washington. Uh, Ducks fair by three.
0: Uh, two of my favorite places Eugene and uh, Seattle I agree so. uh,
1: I think all of the Pac-12 Is my favorite places Except for Corvallis, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, Corvallis.
1: I hate Corvallis
0: Don't <laughs> I don't like Arizona I don't know I, I'm up in the air about Arizona I, I uh, think
1: Arizona Would be such a strange place That I would love it
0: I don't think I can handle it. It's too
1: hot It's right so here. hot That I would just I would get into Bad decision making
0: I can see you embracing yeah, like, Arizona I think I
1: do really well like, I have to be alone, of, though. Like, I couldn't be there with friends.
0: No, like, you're living, like, in a little yes, trailer? Yes, yes, In the desert? Yes, oh, my God. This sounds like my life. Perfect. You got a big shotgun. You're always worried see, about see, Wendigos. My, my thing with the
1: Pac-12 is all of the schools outside of the California schools, I could see myself living in a really weird, secluded area alone and thriving. <laughs> That's why I love the
0: Pac-12. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Just move. Just move there Anyway.
1: <laughs> Uh, I think uh, the, uh, the reason I'm so excited for this game, though, is obviously Herbert um, in a pretty prime time opportunity against a team that's got NFL defenders. And then the other side, Oregon's defense has been amazing this year, and seeing Jacob Eason yeah. perform against them will be huge for his draft stock. There's been he's been so up and down um, draft type wise, and a lot of people think are now starting to think he'll return to Washington. Uh, I, I think it'd be. I, scary. I do too. Um, but like this game is has a lot riding on it for both of them. In mm-hmm. both schools. No, seasons, absolutely. too. Washington yeah, not really I, fix their season by winning this game.
0: Yeah. Um, this one's up in the air for me. Like I said, I love both cities. I am going to pick the Ducks because when Jacob Eason's faced better defenses, he struggled. And that's my reasoning for it. I know Herbert's now without Breland and he, there's like nothing else on the offense. Um we have the total. Let me let me pull Can, up the total please, please. That, I I agree with
1: you though. I think really for me the difference is I think this Oregon's defense is awesome.
0: Yeah, that's I mean I like watching the watching the defense not as good as it's been, but I still think it, it's
1: it good. is still good. And they've got playmakers in the secondary. I think it's just younger than it's been. Less experience, yeah, especially a, in the front seven, and that's kind of been a yeah, big that's difference a good point. for them. Um. Yeah. And, and with the Oregon defense, it's like they've got dudes like Kayvon Thibodeau's really coming in his own. So they've get they've got now got a pass rusher up front uh, with like yeah. Jordan Scott, who's a big time nose tackle, and obviously um, at, at linebacker Troy Dye. And I really enjoy the Oregon secondary. Now I don't know if Javon Holland's going to play because he got hurt last week, and I think him playing would be a huge thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I it kind of seems more like he won't. I know he avoided a major injury, but still, college is weird where. You don't really get injury reports whatsoever. Uh, I know that it really bugs I, me. I like understand why, because it's just it's not the same as pro sports. But yeah. it, from like a perspective of how we talk about sports or gambling or any of that, it's very strange.
0: It is no for sure. Um, you want to guess the total?
1: Um, sure. I am going to say I'm gonna go quite low i I like an NFL game total, like forty-nine and a half. That's a really good guess. Yes, it's fifty and okay. a half. I'm
0: going I'm to take Oregon, though,
1: point. just let the record show. I think Herbert's got more big play upside, uh, and but ultimately the defense is the difference. I think
0: it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think I don't, if Oregon wins, they're not going to cover by much, and I'll take Oregon in the under. Respect.
1: Sorry, I had to think on it. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was thinking about the under. Um, just because we put so much time into talking about this game already, uh, final score on it?
0: Oh, wow. Uh, shit. Now I got to do math. It's 20, 24 20 Oregon. 20, wait, say that again? 24 to 24 Oregon. Oh, okay. Sorry, the f- 24 4 got me confused.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go 27 17 Oregon.
0: Because okay. you know I All roll right. with
1: my ducks, but I, I hate Real Corvallis. Ducks. Moving on, 4 p.m. There was a lot of time put into that game. 4 p.m. Fox Well, are you
0: surprised? I mean,
1: number 18 Baylor uh, taking on Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State three point favorites.
0: Yeah, lots of time put in that last game, and not much going to be put into here because we don't like Big 12 football. We, we don't mind it, but uh, this is a tricky one, Rob. Uh, Baylor's okay. That's, that's what I'll say. That's a big compliment coming from you. Yeah, they're not. bad. I watch a lot yeah, of games. the games. I know I watched way, very little of it. Jet. Well, I mean, when Jet Duffy's on Can I TV, just say this, gotta watch this
1: it. podcast works because I watch all the big games that
0: <laughs> super matter and have like the big prospects
1: playing in them. And do you watch all these strange games?
0: It was overtime. It was a good game, and I watched the Wake game because they came back. And I, anyways, was I do like one. It's probably worth. We I watched some San Jose State-Nevada, which was a good game, well, yeah, too. Well I
1: was the last chance you star Malik Henry was on it? In it?
0: Yeah, that's why. I saw uh, I saw someone we're familiar with giving jo- – um, what's his name? Love. What's his first Jordan name? Love? Not Jordan Josh love. love. Josh Love. Josh Love some love on the old I, Twitter I, I, today, actually.
1: Uh, I- yeah, anyway, back weird. to this
0: game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Oklahoma State.
1: I'm for no, I'm no good reason. Open I want to say too because I don't think ba- like I don't think Brewer is a good quarterback. To be totally honest, he's not bad. And I don't. Baylor's got some guys on defense. Like I think James Lynch is a very interesting player. Um, but yeah, I just Hubbard and Wallace. That that's yeah. a lot of firepower.
0: Sanders is yeah. fun. It's in Stillwater. I mean, I think it'll be a fun, enjoyable game. Though. Yeah, Baylor doesn't really like. They're not a really fun team no. to
1: watch. That's why Matt Rule's going to be an They're... NFL
0: head coach soon. Yeah, I was going to, like, how do you feel about Matt Rule? I know this is a big conversation, but just a uh, I quick. feel
1: like I don't know enough about why he is such a hot name in NFL coaching circles. Like, I, I think he's yeah. definitely a very strong college football coach. We saw him what he did at Temple. And, like, I, yeah. would, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of his by any means. And he's done a good job clearly revamping Baylor as quickly as he has, considering all things. But I just yeah. don't know, like, why him is kind of my question.
0: I know. It's almost like they like him because he's not flashy. Yeah. Like, he's a defensive like guy.
1: If, I, I know Matt Campbell gets the, the NFL level a little bit, too. But, like, I to me, he should have way more than Rule.
0: It's also weird. He's, like, he's, he played defense. Um, he coached defense early in his career. And then he switched to offense. It's kind of weird.
1: That, yeah, that is strange.
0: They might like that, too. Because when he first went to Temple, he was a defensive yeah. line coach. And then he became the quarterback coach. And then those OC. So it's, like...
1: Versatility. And he
0: was... The, yeah, the one year in in the NFL was the Giants' assistant offensive yeah. line coach. So.
1: Weird.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know, Matt Weird, Matt Rule. Okay,
1: six p.m. ESPN. Also, oh, another weird thing about these Week Eight matchups: the time slots for the National. Think the, yeah. some of them What's like ESPN's uh, going with a six nine, which is uncharacteristic. Sixty nine. Yeah. I know you laughed because it's six and nine. <laughs> 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 Caught you. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, six p.m. ESPN. <laughs> Uh, Kentucky at number 10, Georgia. Like, I don't know why anyone's watching this.
0: No, no one should, and I think Georgia's going K- to go K- kick the shit out Can I Kentucky. just say,
1: Kentucky started Bowden
0: at QB last week, though? Their wide receiver. So that's, that's cool yeah, as hell. Is, and it has a, He had like a 180-yard That's some Randall Cobb-esque like. stuff for Kentucky. You know, it would be awesome if Georgia didn't lose last week, and then like, Kentucky walks in with Bowden. <laughs> yeah, that would be the greatest, like... Like It'll be something you can never forget. I, I would get but, uh, a, a, a Kentucky tattoo. Are you, wait, how about like if they win today, gonna get a or today on Saturday? Will, will you get a Kentucky tattoo or no? It's not the same.
1: No, fuck it. If they start Limbo at QB and they upset yeah. Georgia for double upset, I will get a yep. Kentucky tattoo.
0: All right, you're on the Hold air. Me to it, okay. I get to choose oh.
1: spot though, and it's going on my ass.
0: Can, can it be the throwback? Like you, you pouncing? pick what it
1: is. I just pick where it goes.
0: Okay, you know I'll do it tastefully too. I won't pick well, something. I mean, it's going to be so good. I'm going to put it like uh, on yeah. your forehead. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going. I'm going to
1: Georgia. They're going to come and just they should kick the shit out of them. Uh, okay, yeah, our surprise so. bonus game because there's not ten nationally televised games. Six p.m. I'm, gl- I'm glad it's here. Pac-12 Network. Number 17 Arizona State at number thirteen Utah. The Utes are thirteen and a half point favorites at home.
0: Poor Pac twelve That well, I maybe it's good for the Pac twelve, but like this game is it sh- it not being be? nationally tough. It be? It's also a six o'clock start, like that's so weird. Yeah. Um Um this is too many points. It, I'll say I it Rob think
1: it is two, but at the same time Utah is built to roll a team like Arizona State. <laughs> That's like, point. Zona states, I know you know Benjamin had a great game This past week and he's had a very good season Despite the numbers yeah. But their offensive line yeah. is bad And Utah's got a tough as nails defensive line They play hard defense Ayuk versus uh, Jalen Johnson Is actually a very good matchup mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Other side of the ball Ball control with Utah uh, They're both kind of ball control offenses though That rely on quarterback mobility But
0: yeah. I'm going to go
1: with Utah Really? I'm that, surprised. Honestly, the main thing is, like, Lucky two Bradley and a. Just, I think they're going to wreck this Arizona State offensive line. And it's going to really frazzle
0: Jaden Daniels. I'll tell you one thing about the Pac-12. When it's supposed to make sense, it it's doesn't. So, yeah. That, when I see this many points, and like, there's no way Arizona State doesn't, like, hang around. by two touchdowns, no, come knowing on. Knowing the Pac-12, Utah and Oregon are going to lose outright this week. I think so, yeah. But then Arizona State's going to get elevated, but so it the, might be good for them. But Arizona State's going
1: to take on, like, UCLA next like, week and
0: lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Uh, Anyways, I'm taking Arizona State plus points. Uh, me not. I am taking Utah. <laughs> <laughs> 730,
1: <laughs> ABC. This is the... the, the This... Uh, yeah, see, there's this... Between this and the Oregon-Washington game, like, that's enough to have an enjoyable Saturday.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> if you consider watching Michigan football <laughs> I, enjoyable, I which don't. I don't. And you're a fucking Wolverines fan.
1: Number 16, Michigan at number 7, Penn State. Uh, the Denny Lions favored by 9 at home with ESPN game yeah. day there.
0: Yeah, I'm Rock, just happy the game day to game
1: and like the best game is on ABC this week.
0: That's true. Yeah, that was weird last I week. I don't like
1: it being on ESPN.
0: No. I don't like when... Yeah, I don't like that either. Anyways... Uh, you don't have to take Michigan plus points.
1: I I will I take have. Penn State. Uh, Michigan's offensive line's been super iffy. Penn State's got a strong defensive line. Sure, sure.
0: Uh, sure. I, I do
1: think it'll be fairly low scoring. Although Sean Clifford is the fastest man in the
0: world. Let me let me see this. I think either Michigan wins outright or they get blown the fuck out. I agree. <laughs> I,
1: I think like I, I'm feeling like a twenty to six win for Penn State.
0: I know. I honestly I think if if, if, if Michigan loses. It's like it's like thirty-five to three. But if they win, it's like I think that would entail a twenty-one seventeen
1: on nuts game. Mm.
0: Because
1: Penn State really doesn't run the ball well.
0: No, they don't. That's a that's a big reason why Michigan can hang around. And 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 the Penn State
1: offensive line did not look very good against Iowa.
0: No, I don't trust Clifford too much, even though again, fastest human being. But yeah,
1: no. uh, A um, lot of their biggest plays come from just KJ Hamler making defenses look silly.
0: I'm not 100% sold on this Penn State team.
1: I don't think they're as good as they're ranked, but I don't think Michigan is either. Welcome <laughs> to the Fuck Big you. Ten.
0: <laughs> yeah, Michigan plus the points, Penn State baby. Covers.
1: Uh, okay, another cloud. Like, the biggest yeah. <laughs> game, 9 p.m. Yeah, Tennessee at number one, Alabama. Bama fared by 34 and a half.
0: Did you hear what Jeremy Pruitt what? said? Um, <laughs> he, he got asked, like, how could you win this game or something? I don't know. I forget what he got asked, but he's like... There's a team in Arkansas that do, that only kicks onside kicks and and never punts. So if we try that, we might have a chance.
1: Okay, I kind of respect that. Now I want to pick them to cover.
0: <laughs> no, they're not covering. They're getting okay, a But damage, If they only kicked onside
1: kicks and never punted, would they cover?
0: You know what's funny? We've been talking about this idea like of not punting for, like, it feels like a long time now, and no one's tried it. It's too risky. Like, you could potentially get fired, like, immediately. Yeah, but if you're already like on the hot seat at a bad school, or like go for it, man. Yeah, that's true. And like they're, they're, Jared gonna, Pruitt, gonna, go they're for gonna it. Go for it, a Massive buyout anyway. You have nothing to lose. Like it's 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 so cushy. Like Pruitt's already. I'll a, say like, this. No one wants him there. Do If it, Pruitt
1: Fruitt decides to never punt again, I'll get a Tennessee tattoo. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I'm gonna take Alabama to cover up. Tennessee sucks. I hate them. Yeah,
0: and the Saban thing about his, you know, old assistants where he just fucking pounds yeah, them. and then rehires them later. Yeah, so Pruitt will be back at BAM in two years and then get another, like, coaching I'll, job. I will say this, Darrell
1: Taylor, the Tennessee edge rusher, is one of my favorite prospects in the entire draft.
0: Is he, how many times are you going to sack to, a uh... uh, probably zero. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure I'm the first person to ever give hype to Marquise Callaway, though, so... Three? Three years ago against Georgia Tech. Week maybe week, week yeah. one, they were playing on like
0: Oh, at the the NASCAR yeah, stadium. It was
1: like on a Monday or something.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it was. It was it was week yeah. one. Yeah. I know it wasn't Talladega, but I'm gonna say it was. It was Talladega,
1: Tech. of course. Of course it was.
0: Wasn't wasn't yesterday Talladega? Anyways, okay. <laughs>
1: that's a good point. Uh <laughs> anywho, that's the podcast once again. If you made it this far, thanks, James. Uh <laughs> This is a long episode, too. Too many tangents.
0: This is either a good episode or really bad. Like Michigan against Penn State. (laughs) That's how I live,
1: Rob. Uh, You can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. This has never gotten either of us Twitter followers before
0: no it doesn't why do we do it because it sounds right it's the easiest way to end the podcast and then I plug it's hard to it's hard to end, end shows I mean we've been trying to figure out a way to end the show and we, we've never done it and I plug it. my content which I'm sure doesn't get clicks from this uh, should we just
1: end this one abruptly yeah thanks wait that's not abrupt if I say thanks